What is up, everybody? Matt Swifty Perry here with the Leader Swift Podcast. I'm so excited. Today, we got my friend Joseph Kellogg in the house. Joseph is uh, the next-gen pastor at People's Church in Oklahoma, but Joseph has been a youth pastor for 20 years and has had over 100 youth pastors from out of his ministry that he's helped send out. Joseph is an absolute legendary youth pastor and leader, incredible leader. Um, and so we jump into our conversation with Joseph Kellogg. What is up, everybody? I'm here with Joseph Kellogg. Uh, the coach is what they call him. Uh, how are you today, Joseph? Man, I'm doing amazing. Anytime I get to talk to my boy Matt, I'm pumped. I know, man. Uh, it was so funny when I first met you. You were doing your conference like in COVID, like in the high points kind of of COVID. Um, out there in Texas and I was like man I need community our mutual friend Vince Parker was speaking and he was going to be there so I did, I never met you at this point I followed you on social media but never met you and I was just like I'm just going to book a ticket to Dallas and I don't know anybody out there except for Vince but we're going to hang out uh, I just want to learn and that's when I got to meet you in person connect and man you've been so great so thanks for jumping on oh man that's uh, dude that's a privilege and Appreciate you. And, and yeah, it was like it, the world was kind of opening back up when we when we hosted our conference. But it was so cool is you just said something. Everyone was so longing for community that that people were flying in from all over just to be a part of a, a tribe of people doing everything they can to, to reach students and impact leaders. And so, uh, man, just so honored that you came out and you did sneak in and get. Uh, a World Series game in while you were there too. So, like, that was a win-win for you. Yeah, Dodgers fan. I brought my Dodgers stuff like, oh, maybe I'll just find, like, a cool little bar near the stadium, get a picture in front of the stadium, and then somebody hit me up like, yeah, two hours before the game, like, hey, you want this ticket? Um, and I'm like, yes, let's do it. World Series game one. I know, man, and they won, they won the whole World Series, so forever you get to be a part of that history, man. Yeah, that was crazy. But you are over there at People's Church. Uh, one of my favorite preachers is Pastor Herbert Cooper. Preached this message I heard uh, at Art Conference like 2015 or 16 or something, uh, which was incredible. But over there, People's Church, and you run the student ministry, correct? Yeah, I'm next gen, so I get the opportunity to, to oversee youth ministry and kids ministry. So uh, at four of our campuses, we have three campuses in Oklahoma City, one in Indianapolis. So I get the opportunity to to, to run and roll with our uh, kids pastors and, and youth pastors and help kids and students walk in truth. Yeah, that's amazing. And w one of the most incredible things about you, man, you've been a youth pastor for 20 years. Um, you can count probably on one hand uh, or two hands the people that have done that. So that's that's amazing. You never use it as like the stepping stone um, or anything, um, but you've been in it. And uh, I think last time we talked, you're like over 100 youth pastors have you've you've been able to disciple out of your ministry and now they're in some type of youth ministry yeah man it, it really is crazy uh you know what a privilege to do kingdom work um i know you've had uh, john gordon on and he's one of my favorite authors and i something that he says is we get to do this and so for 20 years man i've had the opportunity to do this and 
Yeah, 103 former students and interns that are in full-time ministry, uh, youth ministry, creative ministry. We have missionaries uh, around the world, and uh, it really is one of my favorite things to, to raise up leaders and send them out to live out their kingdom purpose and to impact the world. And to me, it's like coaching uh, that, you know, like you take a, a Nick Saban, um, a Bob Stoops, you take some of these great coaches, they, they talk about their coaching tree. And that, that to me is real legacy is not what you leave behind, but who you leave behind and that you would let your shoulders uh, be the floor to the next generation of leaders. And it really has been an honor and privilege to, to work alongside these guys over the years and to see them sent out and then to celebrate um, their victories with them. And you were talking about community earlier. We all need someone, you know, to, to be in our corner. And, and it's been fun that I get to have that privilege to continue to uh, help coach and, and cheer on um, man, these young leaders as they go and impact their world. Yeah, and one of the coolest things is we've had one of those young leaders that you've helped raise up on the podcast already, Tim Summers. Um, and so that's just super fun. But so I was like, man, I have to have Joseph Kellogg on the podcast because you are one of the best at raising up leaders and not holding on but sending out um, to make just a huge, huge impact in the world. Um, but real quick, Joseph, tell us a little bit about your leadership journey. How would you get into leadership? Man, it's a great question. Um, I, dude, I, I think leadership started uh, as a teenager for me. I, I started um, leading in FCA and and started a Christian club in my high school. And just that that sense of man, when you're called, we're all called to lead. You know, now leadership might take on different expressions, but we're all called to to do something. You know, Jesus said, "Go and make disciples." That like, go and lead others. And so, yeah, really, as a teenager, I started leading, and then. I, I went through an internship, which I think everyone should go through an internship. So I actually interned with the guy that ran a summer camp and uh, for a whole summer. Man, I, I'm refing games and, and uh, helping, you know, late night activities. And But what was cool is this guy, like, trusted me. I, I could feel the empowerment. I got the opportunity to teach, um, you know, breakouts at this camp. And there was something about that. You know, you can't have um, – you know, empowerment such a key with development. And so you can't have development without empowerment. And so for me to be released and empowered, it, it was like I, I found myself coming into to my leadership. And, and man, I just thought, man, I would love to, to give my life to not just leading others, but, but helping others experience what I have had, had that, that thing that kind of unlocks that thing inside of you. Man, if I could be that key to others. And so, yeah, I started, you know, fall of 2001, uh, became a youth pastor went from being an intern and became a youth pastor in, in August of 2001. And, and now 20 years later, uh, I'm still, I'm still doing it, man. That's amazing. That's so amazing. Um, and so you talk at a lot of conferences. I know we were just hanging out in Ohio at one of them. You taught a brilliant breakout session on leadership. I, I don't think my fingers could type that fast, all the notes, uh, with you and Brad. Um, but, uh, so you teach at these conferences, you talk about leadership with people all the time. What is maybe like just a practical leadership tip uh, for you as you lead your team in, in student ministries and all the other ministries you do? Um, what's that practical tip as a leader that can help other leaders? Man, you know what's crazy is I know this is a short podcast. It's like that one punch, um, and maybe you can sneak a second punch in there. Um, so I could talk for hours, hours and hours and hours because I, I love 
just the subject of leadership and discipleship. Um, but man, if I would, if I would say one thing is it's really about you as the leader, um, your personhood as a leader, you can't, you can't reproduce, you know, what you don't already have. So you reproduce who you are. And so for me, it's, I, I'm a lifelong student. You and I've talked about this. You're, um, you're getting your doctorate. I'm in the middle of, of my master's and, and bro, I'm not, I'm not a, you know, a spring chicken anymore. You know, I'm, 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 but I'm consistently just wanting to learn and grow. And, and I treat every day like a classroom. And so if every day I, I approach it like a classroom, every day I'm learning, then I'm going to have the ability to reproduce other things in others. And, and you know, because you can't reproduce uh, something that you're not. And so you reproduce who you are. So I don't want to just be a leader worth following. I want to be a leader worth multiplying. I, I want my leadership to be multiplied in others. So that means I need to make sure I'm full. I, I'm, I'm studied up um, in the word, but I'm also, man, I, I'm, I'm listening to podcasts. I'm growing as a leader, but I, I'm also doing everything I can to be like Jesus so that I can reproduce that into others. And so I know that was a little bit of everywhere. So I maybe punched a couple of uh, times there, but, but really to say, be, be a student yourself be a lifelong learner. And in that you're going to have the opportunity to lead others because you're going to lead at the reservoir of who you are. That's so good. That's so good. And totally agree. Like every day, just wake up ready to learn, take notes. I heard this story one time of Rick Warren, who, who was at this conference to attend and just would walk in the back of these breakout sessions and just sit in the very back with his yellow legal pad and a pen and just take notes. Um, and I'm like, man, Rick Warren is, I mean, he he had a huge impact on me being a SoCal boy. uh, I actually graduated from the same college that he went to and, and all these things grew up in the backyard of Saddleback and stuff. And so huge impact in seeing that he would just sit in the back of just a random guy in a breakout session and just take notes. I'm like, man, Mm -hmm. that I want to, I want to be like that. I want to be the person that no matter who is speaking, I can learn something from anybody. Whatever book it is, whatever podcast or YouTube or session it is, I can just learn something from that person, even if it's just a conversation with somebody in the hallway. Can I tell you a quick story? First off, leadership comes with a price. So you have to pay the price sometimes to be in a room, to pay the price to go to a conference for you. Like, to, like you have to pay the price. And you telling that story makes me uh, remember when I first got into ministry, I, I paid my own way. I was at a smaller church in Southside Oklahoma City. And there was the Global Leadership Summit. Um, they had a satellite um, version of that. You know, they, they do different satellites for people to come and attend that conference. And so I, I paid my own money to go to kind of Northside Oklahoma City to attend this conference. This is fall of 2001. And I'm in there. I'm taking notes. I went by myself. And three rows back from me is Craig Groeschel, this pastor wow. at the time in 2001 that had two campuses here in Oklahoma City. And he was in there learning with this team, taking notes, what you just said. And guess who now runs the Global Leadership Summit <laughs> conference? Craig Rochelle. That's amazing. And so it, it's so funny because John Acuff says, man, don't compare your beginning with someone's middle. And so I, I, I do, man, just know where you're at, but go wherever I'm at, I'm going to grow and learn because the leaders that some of us admire, they're they're continuing to grow and learn that, that every day is a classroom. And I'll take notes from anybody. My my notes app on my phone is packed 
anyone I'm around. If I'm even in a session, I'm getting to lead maybe a breakout session. I'll pull my phone out and take a note right there because, man, great leaders have short pencils um, or great leaders now in 2021 have, you know, their note app is full because, man, note takers are history makers. So, man, I I am 100% with you. Uh, It's cool to hear stories like that. Yeah, that's so funny. And I have story after story, like literally, man, I, I, I was broke as a joke working at a church making $800 a month. And uh, I, I used to sneak into conferences because I had I would have like five, six bucks in my bank account. And I was like, man, I want to learn. So maybe I'll get in trouble for that. God and I will have a conversation. <laughs> about that. But there is a handful of conferences I have snuck into. Um, just to learn and to take notes, and it's so funny. Well, I mean, one of them was like Orange Conference when it was in California. Uh, nice. So, hey, just go open the door. Go stand by the door. Open the door for a few people. You volunteered at the yeah. conference and go go attend a session. Yeah. So maybe one day we'll have Reggie Joiner on, and I'll tell him that story and get his forgiveness. Um, but that's, that's awesome. And as we're closing though, I want to know just like one or two, what are one or two ways that Joseph Kellogg learns and stays a learner? Like maybe it's practical of like, Hey, I'm a big podcaster or I read this book and this book have really helped me. But what are a few ways that you make sure that you are constantly learning? Man, such a great question. Cause again, let's, let's reframe the, the, like to remind everybody to pour out you have to be filled up. And so that's why that, that idea to learn, it's not, it's like, man, leaders are learners. We all know the axioms. I, I think it's about creating a steady diet, like, like a menu. What's your leadership intake menu? What, what's that look like? You know, you're filling yourself up. And so for me, it's like, man, it, it's, I, I wake up, man, I hit the verse of the day. It's what I do every single day. And I post it on social media, all my stories. If, if that's what triggers it for me, it's like first thing I do. So I start my morning out with like devos. Um, I'll even listen uh, in my drive in to like the proverb of the day, like the audio Bible, just to hear the word of God. So I kind of start my day in scripture, but then the diet kind of changes because I'm a practitioner of youth ministry. A part of my diet, you know, think about the old cafeteria tray, you know, that have all the different, whether it's square pizza, you know, the milk went. So like, now what's, what's on your tray? What's, what's the menu? And so for me, it's like, man, the word of God, and then it's leadership. Um, and so all sorts of leadership, man, church leadership. I love everything from Jocko Willington, like the dude that's uh, um, extreme ownership. You know, he's a former Navy SEAL and the, his audiobooks are amazing. And, and so man, I'll, I'll have a steady diet of, of just leadership, all kinds of leadership. And then I'll get kind of church life. But then I still read a lot of books about Gen Z and youth ministry and community. And so my, my kind of my diet is all those things. If I'm listening, everything I'm doing, and then ultimately, because you're in school, my master's requires a lot of reading as well. And so it, that's, I know I just went everywhere, but man, I'm a, I, I love Craig Groeschel's podcast. Um, man, I, I love, you know, I, I love a lot of the, the church pastors podcasts. Um, and so I, I listen to, to all of it as I can books. I listen to books. I read books. So I know I just named everything. So I could have just said, uh, everything I do. No, <laughs> But, but the idea is to have, a, to have a steady diet, just like in real life, because you just don't want to go so heavy, and you're just all leadership. You don't know a verse in the Bible, you know, or it's like, I'm all youth ministry, and I think you need to have a steady diet that, that applies to your ministry and life goals, and how are you, what's the intake, uh, so that you can have, man, great outcomes in your ministry. 
hundred percent. And I love what you said about the tray. It's like, what are you, what are you going to put on your tray? And I just love that image. Um, and so that's just great for the listener pulling up into the office right now. What is on your tray? Awesome. Pastor Joseph, where can they find you online on social media? Come on. I, 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 I think I have a Twitter account still, but I don't use it. So don't even look there. Uh, it's too much pressure to, to be clever. Um, but man, I'm a, I'm a big Instagram guy. So at Joseph Kellogg, uh, two L's, two G's in Kellogg. And uh, that's my Instagram handle. And then as you said, I, I uh, had the opportunity to, to found and start a conference, HYM, Healthy Youth Ministry Conference. And that Instagram handle is HYM uh, Conference. And uh, yeah, man, that's, that's, where you can find me mm, I can't wait for you to release that lineup of who's going to be there uh, I know I saw a little sneak peek of it but it's going to be amazing so give you a follow and thanks so much bro for jumping on oh man appreciate you love you bro